Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Liza, Adam, and Tony. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. How's everybody doing? Pretty good. Doing good. That's awesome. Okay. Tonight we thought we would talk about something very near and dear to all of us. We've all got kids, except for Adam, who's still a kid, basically. But it's best family ride. And the criteria for that is essentially a ride that the whole family can enjoy, whether it's your 90-year-old grandpa or your eight-month-old niece. So let's go ahead and go around the room. I'm going to start with ladies first, Liza. Okay, so I'm going to say the best family ride in the Magic Kingdom is Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that's a good one. And I, I like this ride because, and I know it could potentially frighten some kids that might be a little apprehensive over some of the darker scenes, but I like the the ride vehicle can seat more people in the rows as opposed to the ones that's two and two and then another car because you're all kind of together and yeah. you have a little drop in it, but it's nothing like major and little kids can still ride it. There's no height requirement. So I really love that ride. Okay, that is a good one. Any thoughts on this, guys? Um, the drops can scare, I think. They can. But yeah. that, that uh, and one it's gonna and, dark. Yeah, and but, it's got a skeleton. Yeah, I don't know. But mm-hmm. I've seen little kids on that. The drop now if it was Disneyland, man, that's a drop. This one's it's more two like drops. Yeah, it's two drops and they're way bigger. But this one's just like a tiny little <laughs> I mean it's nothing. I mean it's like and then the bombs exploding with the, I have to, I have to disagree. I don't know. I think you know what funny. I'm, you know what, the more Adam talks about it, the more I might be agreeing with Adam. See, now I will, I will fight you on this, Liza, because I believe that the best family ride in the Magic Kingdom is the Haunted Mansion. What? Uh, well, there you go. I was going to say Haunted Mansion, but there's more skeletons than that. But my kids were never scared of pirates. So I don't know. I mean, I, I was have- never scared, but. I think it's small world. And and also, I've never been on Pirates where there was a kid screaming for his life. I that's mean, true. I well, no, that's I could see it happening though. I'm I'm going to say that I think you have a greater chance of that in Haunted Mansion. Oh yeah, well yeah, I've seen people turn back on the Haunted Mansion. Can can I can I bring out like two honorable mentions? One, Peter Pan. I was going to say Peter Pan, but you can only fit a few people in the the ship so then i thought well you can't really enjoy it like all together really but you can you can go on it at the same time and there's not and i I see where you're going with sort of everyone being together but i also think that this is an attraction that nobody is going to be afraid of and it's classic you know grandparents scared of it oh yeah okay that that is wouldn't get on scared of peter pan yeah but don't you think your niece was being didn't we establish she was being kind of dramatic on purpose? <laughs> well, we don't really know because we're not in her brain, but yeah. we were in her brain. Like, uh, We'd be taken over the she's like, I'm not going in that. <laughs> uh-uh. She's like, that's okay. creepy. Do you know what another nice option is? And you're going to think I'm crazy. It's not Little Mermaid. Although if you're afraid on Little Mermaid, I think you might need some couch time mm-hmm. as Liza calls it. I think um, story time with Belle. That's a cute attraction. <gasps> that's right. It's not a ride, but it is attraction, and that is a good. I think that's a really good one, Chris. Yeah, I like that one. And, and you also, get a picture. 
Yeah, you get a picture. Um, there's a fun story. The grandparents can see the kids act it out um, or cry if they're not chosen, whatever the case may be. And um, I think it's just super cute. It's definitely underlooked. Yeah, because I always, always forget about it. Well, and it always has a line. So I'm, I mean, I'm ashamed to say I've never been in it. You haven't? What? Well, you need to go. My, my girls were past that stage when they opened it up. They'd oh. still think it was cute. It's oh, we'll have to try it for the next trip. Yeah, you need to try it. But I wouldn't say pirates over Peter Pan because you get a picture. And if it's a family all in the same boat, you all get a picture. That's true. Unless they don't have the uh, um, photo pass. Oh, okay, I'm well, just throwing out. The, you have to get the photo I'm pass. I'm throwing out arguments here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. What about, okay, so Buzz Lightyear, that's fun. And anybody can go on Buzz. You know, a mom could strap a baby in a sling or a dad in a sling, and she could play while the baby sleeps. Or you could put the I, baby I by themselves. Experience. Yeah, you just put them on the bottom of the floor. There you in, go. In their, in their own car by themselves. Yeah, yeah, just put that baby in the floor. That baby was so annoying. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that's a good one, too. The Magic Kingdom has just a ton of fun rides. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you're really looking for something low-key, there's, low there's always a people mover. I thought about the people mover. That was my second. The problem is it's not a it's not what I would define as a good ride. You know, it doesn't have a ton of theming. It's just sort of like a nice like kind of relaxing sort of 20 minutes but where we, you're not having yeah. to be out. And and if you have mobility issues, it's not the easiest ride to get into if you're That's with your true. grandmother who uses a oh, walker. Good point. I didn't even think about that. That's true, Tony. You're right about that. Good I'll tell you the, the nice thing, you know, Adam mentioned Small World earlier. And we happened to be on a multi-generational trip with my mom, Cheryl's parents, and um, and her grandmother. Um, and we had to accommodate a wheelchair. And Small World, uh, the boats actually have a little wheelchair boat that, you know, you can push the wheelchair right on there. It locks in place. Mm-hmm. No need to transfer in and out of the seats. Um, and, you know, that's that's the tough thing with pirates is she couldn't get out of the wheelchair to get down into the boat. You know, but small world, boat, everybody could get on. It was a nice little option. It's yeah. a big okay. option. That's a good option, too. Yeah. I, I think small world is probably, in some ways, I hate to say it, it might be one of the best ones just for multi-generational, like, like Tony said. Yeah, that's true. Little kids like it. It's just, I've had to write it so many times. It's like, I almost don't want to, like, say it. Yeah, I I can only handle the song. I have to be in the right mood. Like if it's super hot and I'm kind of exhausted, I don't really want to ride it. But if it's cold and I want to go in and get out of the cold, there there was one time I was out in Disneyland and it was like I think it was like New Year's Eve or the day before, and it was so ungodly cold. And I remember we just went in to the ride and just just to get warmed up. And that ride out there is so long and it's really fun, but. You can only handle so much of it. Well, they played Jingle Bells during Christmas. Was it during Christmas? Uh, yeah, they do kind of play like a, a little bit of that. Yeah, bells. it is. It really is. It's been a while, so yeah. I need to go back. Yeah. We just talked about that earlier today. Yeah. Well, the Disneyland Small World, that's a different story because that's a better ride. But the one here, everybody can get on it, and that's true. You don't get a photo if you have a photo pass, but it's okay. I've just ridden it so many times, but it is a cute ride. I always wanted yeah. to be the person that puts the glitter on all the stuff. Like, you know, after hours? <laughs> I like a chunky glitter, and it's everywhere. Do you know, 
I'm a little weird because I actually would love to go in there and dust because I feel like it would be extremely successful dusting episode. If I just was in there with like my Swiffer duster, I'd be like, you need to be clean too, little doll. I mean, yeah. Is that weird? I enjoy cleaning. It's just a little weird thing about me. So I used to fantasize when I was in grad school about opening up my own cleaning service. That's how much I hated grad school. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) that's another story. Okay. Let's go on and let's go ahead and talk to Adam. Adam, what is your park and what's your ride? My park is Epcot. Okay. The best family ride in Epcot, the Grand Fiesta Tour starring the Three Caballeros. Hmm. There is no height requirement. No height requirement. Okay. Is no, it is good for all ages. Except it's, slow. it's so boring. It, well, wait a minute it now. It smells like nachos. I wish. Uh, well, what's so bad about that? Uh, that's true. It fits anybody and everybody. Yeah. It's got no drops. Yeah, it that's true. It is a little dim, but it doesn't go through any like pitch black areas like Pirates does. Mm. There's a it's it's queues indoors and it exits indoors. You're not worrying about standing out in the hot sun in case it's a long wait. Which, by the way, there never is a long wait. Because it's one of the hidden gems in the whole freaking park in the first place. Well, and you know what's funny? When it looks like there's a a long line, it moves like super fast. It's like five minutes. Because we were just in it, me and Liza, like last week. And we were waiting and we thought, oh, God, this is going to be so long. But no, it was like five minutes. Yeah, it went really fast. Yeah. They do not have, from, from what I remember, the wheelchair accessible boat like Tony was talking about, but I like living with the land has that. I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, it does. I've yeah, seen it. Yeah, I think it does. So that's maybe takes a little step back in case you need to the wheel wheelchair on there. But it makes up with the fact that you have Donald Duck on the ride. And mm. who's better than Donald Duck? I guess Mickey Mouse. I mean, I love, I love Donald Duck. I will. But I think living with the land's better. I, I actually yeah. agree with you. Because yeah, like kids, old that's... people like it, <laughs> and then young people, young kids like my kids love it. They love seeing all those vegetables growing from the ceiling and stuff like that. They like to look for different plants that they can recognize and oh, that's how a pineapple's grown. You know, I mean, they think it's cool. Yeah, well, it, that that is a good attraction. Grand Fiesta well, Tour is better. I'm I'm going to have to side with Adam on this one uh, and go with the Grand Fiesta Tour now. The lands, the land, uh, living with the land would win hands down if they still had people in the boat, yeah. you know, but now that it's yeah. the, the recorded spiel, I don't like it as much. I like the song, the old song. Well, they, we all, it's the song there, so. No, they don't play the song anymore. They play plenty of songs in Grand Fiesta Tour. It's the same song, They have song, the fireworks the at the end. So, they've got uh, the El Dia de los Muertos scene at the end with the, with the moving skeletons cute skeletons not mm-hmm. scary skeletons like pirates has still a skeleton still gets yeah, scare some kids well, if we're, we're going to compare skeletons on family rides the grand fiesta tour skeletons are a lot better to look that's at that's an opinion for kids okay you've got yeah i'm going to have to go with you adam you've they're got not a, scary you've got a a uh, a a donald duck a a um panchito and a a jose figures and panchito is actually mexican there is a little puppet in there, and I'm going to take a picture of it, Adam, and I'm going to send it to you next time I'm in that ride, and that's a scary-looking thing. <laughs> it looks like an old man, but it's, like, 
crazy looking. I'm sending you a picture. That thing, yeah, it's a puppet in that Grand Fiesta tour. And the last time I went in there, I was like, oh, that puppet. Oh, see, that was a scary looking puppet. Well, for every one scary looking puppet there is in Grand Fiesta tour, there's about 100 of them in Pirates. Nothing scares me in Pirates. So, so no one's going to mention Nemo? <gasps> That's no. right. I love Nemo. Yeah, it's awful. Scenes. You know what? Uh, you know what? I don't think the dark scenes are as much of an issue for little kids as sort of the scary skeletons and stuff like that. You don't think so? With the, with no. the fish, the, whatever those fish are called, with the light that sticks in front that of the face. That fish rarely works. Let me just tell you. <laughs> you know the anglerfish. I don't think I've ever seen it work. To be honest, I've seen it work around? a couple of times, but most of the time, eighty percent of the time, the anglerfish is not coming out. And I will say, Isabella, my daughter, closes her eyes and hides her head in my body until she's like got her arm, her See? head up under my arm with the anglerfish part. And I'm like, he's not working today, honey. And then she comes out. She's like, oh, okay, because he's not. I, he's he I clocked think- out. I think in fairness, we do have to assume all rides are operating at 100% when we figure this out. Otherwise, it's Okay, well, if the anglerfish <laughs> is working, then yeah, she's terrified of that anglerfish, but she's not afraid of the pirate's ride. All right. I'm just saying that anglerfish right. is scarier than a skeleton on the pirates. <laughs> that's has got some crazy teeth. And Grand think- Fiesta Tour, like, like pirates, like Small World, everybody can go together. I think that Epcot's tough because... They don't have a ton of rides, first of all, but the ones they have, you know, like Test Track or Mission Space or even Soren, you're definitely cutting out people with maybe mobility issues and then people who are like little kids. So I think that is a tough park to choose. So I noticed how no one brought up uh, Journey into the Imagination. Oh, yeah. That's scary. I can't. I don't it's think not it's scary. scary at all. It's What's just kind of. Uh, There's the scene where it goes dark and then it flashes in front of you. If you have like a, you know, an epileptic uh, issue or something, that could be a problem. I don't remember I any think. flashing. When it, when Maybe it, that just happened to Adam. No, when it, when, when it goes dark. It does and a puff of air. It doesn't flash. The puff of air and then the wall falls down and then you're in that rainbow colored room. Yeah, Are we just not... talking about your nightmare, Adam? Is that what it is? Uh, it could be. Someone had a bad taco. A bad taco. <laughs> Speaking of bad tacos, Tony. Yes. What do you have? Uh, well, my park is the Animal Kingdom. Okay. And I'm going to go with best family ride would be the Kilimanjaro Safaris. Yeah, yeah hands down. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you know, it's it's an easily accessible ride. Um, you all sit. You know, you can sit as a family. You can sit as you know, if you're ten people, you're just in three rows. That's all. Uh, the the ride vehicle is big enough to handle all of you um and it's a you know as far as ride length goes that's a pretty long ride um you know it's a it's a multiple week trek through the savannas which really lasts what about 20 minutes 20 25 Um, minutes yeah depending and it's fun it's educational it's different every time you ride it you know as much as i love uh you know any any of the dark rides you know they're the same you know, it's just it's it's a loop. It's the same when I wrote it ten years ago as it is, you know, tomorrow. But when you go on the safari, there's always something different. There's always a giraffe, you know, blocking your way in a different spot. The the antelopes are different. You know, they're they're live animals, and it's educational. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. fun. It's fungication. It is fungication. Yeah, that's actually true. I mean, everybody likes animals, right? 
I mean, kids love animals. That's so not true. I know plenty of people who are like anti-animal. Oh, man. This mm-hmm. is hard. Okay, you know yeah. what? This is going to be really hard. No, I, I'm teasing. Well, <laughs> okay. I mean, some people might not. I, I, I agree with Tony. I, I think that's the best option. And there's so many good shows in that park, oh, but, it, you yeah. know, as well that I think are fun for people to try out. But I think um, I think as far as rides goes, that's it. You know, it, it also it also helps that I'm severely hamstrung by by the number of family ride attractions in the Animal Kingdom, right? Because there aren't that many. You know, when when you look at the the Magic Kingdom, you know, there's probably upwards of of eight or ten family rides. You know, a little more sparse when you get over to Epcot because there's only what maybe four or five of them. Yeah. Um, and then you get into Animal Kingdom. You know, Dinosaur isn't really. Mm-mm. A family no, ride. No way. Expedition Everest isn't a family ride. Um, Unfortunately, a tough to be a bug is not. A family people, kids either. are scared of that. My kids are still yeah. scared of it. And that you know, that's more an attraction than a ride. When I think ride, I'm thinking something that's moving. Yeah, uh, me too. Bugs life does move. Try triceratops spin. <laughs> yeah, that's just you know, your basic spinner. I mean, that's, that's the other option. So. Um, that's kind of why I went with uh, the the safari. But I feel like even if there was a ride there, I mean, I just I feel like the safari is a great family ride for everybody. They have handicap accessible areas to load and unload onto the vehicle. They've got um, animals, facts about animals. It's a little bumpy, but I really love that ride too. I think that's a great choice. Thank you. Unlike my pirate ride that nobody agreed on. But, uh, you know, I can see that. Being I mean, okay. they do say they pillage and plunder and rifle and loot. But I mean, you can see that on the news. But see, it's not that we didn't agree with you. It's that there are so many options in the magic. Yeah, yeah that one's tough. You know, you you agree with Kilimanjaro Safari because it's Kilimanjaro Safari or Triceratops spin. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and we're not getting Nani's wheelchair you know, into the triceratops spin. So on his wheelchair. <laughs> I mean, and then it's also, if you think about it, everybody's families are different and some right. families might not think the pirates, a little drop, the little tiny baby, little tiny baby drop is a big deal, but somebody might think it's a big drop. I don't know. So, yeah. you know, what I might think isn't that big of a deal. Somebody might think is a big deal. I think that gets to the point, which is that every family is going to be different and for what works for one might not work for another. Mm-hmm. But just as a general rule, I do think you're safe recommending pirates. I do think you're safe recommending, you know, something like, you know, Kilimanjaro Safari mm-hmm. or, you know, frankly, even Spaceship Earth, which we did not talk about, I think is is really fun, actually. It's gone um, away. Although it's dark. Yeah. It's dark, so that's kind of an issue. But um, but it will be back, and hopefully better, because that's one of my favorite attractions. What so. if they take Foxy Brown out? That's going to be a problem. I'm going to go to, um, what is the place where they sell all the old... Uh, oh, yes, like the theme and park I'm gonna connection? And I'm going to have Foxy Brown right in my office. There's a spot for her. Oh, my gosh. If you so. purchase Foxy Brown, I'm going to have to come to Hotlanta. Oh, you need to come anyway, so we can go eat. Oh yeah, eat food. Yeah, we have plants. We like to eat. I'm gonna go with my. I got. I got sort of the bad one, right? I got Hollywood Studios, which I don't know if it's bad or good, but there's there's so many excellent rides there right now because you have Smuggler's Run, and you have Midway Mania, and you have 
you know, um, Slinky Dog. Unfortunately, I don't think any of those are good options for families. I Well, Midway Mania, yeah. I think, is a good option. But I think that if you're looking for really the best thing in the park, it's actually Midway Mania. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not having, you're not going to have any kind of scary kind of potential for motion sickness like you would in Star Tours. Slinky Dog is is so fast. I mean, I think a lot of people underestimate that ride. And Alien Swirling Saucers, I mean, Grandma's going to get whiplash. Yeah. So I'm going with Midway Mania. Um, I think... I don't. I can't imagine anybody not wanting to be on that. Although they say pregnant women maybe shouldn't do it because it does spin around like a tilt a whirl. Well, and we were on it last weekend, and remember when it stopped kind of fast and we kind of went mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I and I remember thinking, note to self: pregnant ladies don't do this. Yeah, because so, it, yeah, it could definitely be an issue. You know, so, if I if I see a sign that says pregnant ladies, uh, you know, should not ride this, I I, I exclude myself because I am a fragile <laughs> flower. You are a delicate flower. <laughs> I can totally see that. Oh, Tony! <laughs> you can sit there with your fan on the side, waiting for everybody holding their purses. Oh, Tony, having a man oh, baby. Okay, so if you can't do that one because of the pregnant lady situation. Where would you go? There's not much else in that park. You could go see the um, Muppets. Lightning Muppets. 100% thank you. Muppets. Lightning McQueen experience where you go watch a show. But, Mm-mm. you know, somebody mentioned, I think it was Adam mentioned the flashing lights. I told a client the other day who has a child with sensory issues, I said, don't go in there because it's just like boom, boom, boom. Super loud, flashing lights. It's crazy. But um, but that's another option, you know, if, if you don't have those issues going on. So, okay, so we've talked about our favorite family rides, and I think we pretty much covered everything. Here's something else. you got to feed people when you're at the parks, right? So what if we talk about where would you send someone to eat? Multi-generational uh, group, not necessarily a family, but you've got a lot of different needs and ages um, I'll go back with Liza, and I'll start with her. Liza, where are you sending people in the Magic Kingdom? Well, if they want to do a table service, I would do, um, I like the Crystal Palace. Yeah. I know it's a lot with poo and everything, but. You mean like financially it's a lot, or it's just a lot going on? A lot going on. I mean, okay. there's a lot going on, but it's a buffet situation. So there's going to be something that everybody can eat. And it's just an iconic restaurant. I mean, I've been going there since I was a kid. We used to always open with breakfast at Crystal Palace almost every trip. You know, it was like a traditional thing. And people like that place. I book it a lot for clients. And it's pretty good food as far as the buffet goes. You get to see the characters. But if you're not on the dining plan or wanting a sit-down option, I always say Pecos Bill. Because you get the best bang for your buck at Pecos Bill. You can get like tacos or nachos and you go to the the fixin bar like i've always said and you can get boats of whatever you want salsa i mean all kinds the guacamole of guacamole is gone though is gone i know bring back the guac they haven't but there's well lines. you can imagine that people must have really taken advantage of that oh i know? see multitudes of people taking advantage of it filling up trays with just sides and yeah. i do i will say i go a little overboard on the limes because i like a lime in my drink i like limes 
um, in my waters and everything. So, you know, me too. I've been known to take some lime wedges out of the Pecos bill, but it's a good value for everybody. I think there's something that anybody can, can eat there. And for the money, you can't beat Pecos bill. Okay. Any disagreements on that or anyone want to add something to it? Um, I'm not going to disagree, but the only problem I have with the Pecos bill is it does. When I was there for the first time in July, it gets very crowded in there. So that's the first time you ever okay, went there. But Adam, the last time I went, I yeah. ate there. I ate an early lunch at like 10:30, like right when it opened. Oh. There was no one in there. That's when you need to go. Don't okay. wait. Don't wait until like one or yeah, twelve. Well, and and that gets to a different point, which is that if you have a large group, taking them into a quick service can be kind of difficult. That's what I was going to get at. Yeah. I would say I would want to do a sit down. And if in barring a sit down, I might go to be our guest for a quick service um, for breakfast or lunch because the food is pretty good, a lot of variety, and they have really big tables. So you're not going to have like a table full of eight and then grandpa at his own table. You know what I mean? Like people can be kind of, you know, closer together and stuff. But yeah, I don't want to have to wait in line and have bunches of trays and everything. And and as a mom, I can tell you, and I know Liza knows this and, and maybe Tony, I don't know. But, you know, God, I don't know how many times I've spent all my time with trays and trying to balance everything and drag kids around. So I want my meal to be as simple as possible. I'm doing a sit down. Well, in that park in particular. Yeah, but if if you if you're not on a sit down plan and you don't have money for a sit down and you're just yeah. trying to find a good value and you're you know, you're on a budget, if you go to Pecos Bill, I'm telling you, just just suck it up and eat an early lunch, like ten thirty, ten forty five when it opens. Nobody's in there yet. I was in there, I mean we could have sat anywhere at any table. Nobody was there. It was great. And this was like peak season. It was so busy. And people just don't eat that or like lunch at ten thirty. But we had already been up since like five thirty or six, so we were starving by then. So Okay. All right. What about you, Tony? I am going to go with uh, Tusker House in Animal Kingdom. Oh, I love it. Nice. That's perfect, Uh, really. You know, it's a a, a buffet uh, for dinner. Um, Characters, uh, you know, if you're there with the family, you know, who who doesn't enjoy watching little kids interact with the characters or big kids interact with the characters? So I'm, I'm going with Tusker House. It's my favorite. I, every, I tell every client that's where they need to go. I love Tusker House. And then if you want to go quick service, I'm going to go with Flame Tree Barbecue. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one, too. Is that a good? Mm, I don't know. I just can't pass up Satouli Canteen for a quick service. I just love it too much. But you know what? How many people don't like Satouli? My sister. Even even people I know who who tend to be healthier eaters, I will recommend it sometimes. And I I know my clients. Like I, some of these people, I've been booking for nine years in a row. Like I know what these people eat, and some of them eat really healthy, but that's a little more exotic than they want. So I actually agree with Tony. Plus, Flame Tree Barbecue. What does it have that no other place on property has? Has those beautiful pavilions in that view. Like you can't beat that seating area. Yeah, it's a nice seating area. Yeah, it is good. I like I like flame tree barbecue. I just I, I love that kind of weird food. So I'm yeah. I'm all all about Satouli Canteen. But I do have family members that are like I'm not eating that weird food. Right. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say if if we wheeled Grandma Josie over there 
you know, she'd be like, what the hell is a cheeseburger pod? The cheeseburger pods oh, are like Josie. a chewed up hamburger. Yeah, that's they really are. Really well, that's gross. that's Grandma Josie, Adam. You, Grandma you have, Josie to, has a foul mouth. You don't even want me to get started on Grandpa. Well, he will say even worse. Well, Grandpa Tony's been dead for forty years, but that's <laughs> okay. Grandpa Tony, do you have a Grandpa Tony? Are you named after Grandpa Tony? No, my father is Grandpa Tony, and and uh, oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. Aww. So for uh, you know, for my kids, you know, I refer to my parents as you know. Was his dad named Tony? Uh, no. So you're a Tony uh, Junior, right? I am a Tony Junior. Oh, I thought it'd be adorable. Tony, Tony, Tony. Little T, <laughs> small, lowercase T is what we call. Or AJ. You know what? He should he should have grandsons someday and name him Tony, and then you can have the whole bunch. Or even girls can be named Tony. It's a terrible name for a girl. Yeah, Tony, it is. Yes. Well, unless you're Antonio. unless you're Tony Basil, and then you sing Oh Mickey, and then everything's okay. Whatever happened to her? Is she still around? Uh, yeah, she's still Should performing. She still performs all of her hit. What about Tony Braxton? Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Is she still around too? Of course she is. It's Tony Braxton. Have She's you noticed that Braxton has become a popular name for boys? Uh, and all I can think of are those Braxton Hicks contractions. They tell you about <laughs> I just think of Braxton Hicks. I think of Tony Braxton and her Braxton family. Oh. Yeah. yeah I don't know anything about that. Just the contractions. I think I had those actually. They I, hurt. I think it's pretty common. That's why I asked for an epidural when I was seven months pregnant. I bet someone's <laughs> named their kid epidural. <laughs> All right. We should stop. We were doing so good. There um, was so good, you know, stuff here. So much good stuff. Okay. All right, Tony, I'm going to say I think your choices are spot on. And then I'm going to go over to Adam. Adam, you're at Epcot. Where are you taking people? I love Garden Grill. Oh, I oh. do too. I do too. Do you it's- love Stouffer's? I do. Uh, I haven't had Stouffer's in a long time, but regardless. Well, if you go to Golden Garden Grill, you will. No. Regardless of it, <laughs> they only that I'm gonna knock it down a little bit because the tables there's not big tables, so if you got a there big group, there are some big together tables. Yeah, but like they're kind of. I like the setup though. How it's like the boots. I like how it's uh, family style, so you're not getting up and walking around to the buffeteria. So you, the mom can, the mom and or dad doesn't have to walk around with the small children carrying extra plates. The characters mm-hmm. come to you if you're looking for the characters. It's great. The characters are great, too, because it provides a sort of buffer and a, a distraction if grandma and, you know, her second daughter don't get along because the second daughter had a divorce or something. And, you know, yeah. they don't get along. So you know how things are, right? So it kind of, like, puts a sort of layer that nobody needs to, you know, interact with each other. They can just interact with the characters. I think the food is great. I like well, every, I don't, I don't every time about you talk about character meals, I notice that you say that and then people don't have to talk to each yeah. other. <laughs> looking for a distraction. It's perfect. Same thing with Hoop De Doo. But anyway, um <laughs> I like the food. I I don't have a problem with it. I mean it's made in the land, which uh, the here's the other novelty about that restaurant is it rotates and you get to see a piece of the land as you're rotating around it one of your quote-unquote family rides mm-hmm. so how cool is that the, the restaurant rotates it's like perfect for kids i that was that was not the first restaurant i went to but we went there my first trip and i was at when i was nine and i was like are you kidding me this place is rotating and we got mickey mouse oh, yeah. and we got mac and cheese come on 
Yeah, the characters, they're really fun. They'll come and hang out with you at your booth. You know, I mean, they feel like they spend a little extra time because I don't think there's that many tables. I don't think it's as crazy big as some of the places that you go in. Like, Tusker House is pretty big. They have a huge area to cover, so they don't spend as much time. But I think in Garden Girl, they spend a little more time with you. Yeah, every time I've been there, you always get, like, a third and fourth round of all these characters. Because, like you said, it's not that big. And, you know, dessert, everything's included. It's all right there. And to be quite honest, it's not that expensive. Lunch and dinner yeah. is, you know, between 38 and $45. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay, yeah, $45 is a lot of money. But when it's all, you know, it's appetizer, it's entrees, dessert, it's all there. That's not terrible. Yeah, all you can eat. And it's really yeah. good. And uh, I like it, too. I like Stouffer's. Chris, what is Stouffer's? What, what part of the meal is this? Is it everything or is it just like, you know, it just seems like very dinner? sort of, um, yeah, like frozen and heated up kind of food. I'm, oh. I'm not a fan, but, and, but then again, I think if you want sort of a buffet character meal in that park, I do think that's the place to go because if you go over to Norway and go to Acre Shoes, the breakfast is fine, but some of the dinner items yeah. tend to be a little more out there and not everybody's going to want to eat that. So, I, I think that I think that you're right. Garden Girl is fine. I, although I would send them to Via Napoli because everyone likes pizza. Mm. So, but you know, that's kind of I, I, there's so much that. good food. What's that? I forgot about that. One. Yeah. Well, there's so much you're good right. food in that park. <laughs> there really is. Well, and it really depends on what you want because sometimes you want a character meal with kids and and all that. But um, you get big tables you know. of Via Napoli. It is loud in there, though. It's it very is loud. loud, but I don't think it's so loud that it's like not you're not able to talk. You know, I mean, I I like it. Um, I think you know, it I think it would be on, fine. It depends on where you sit too in Viennapoli, because some yes. areas I think that it, it echoes a lot more than other areas. Right. But you can get a gigantic pizza and everybody can split it. Can I ask a question now about the pizza? Yes. I don't have a problem with it. My family doesn't, but. It does not look like the Domino's Pizza Hut pizza that some people in America are used to. Do you, that's a, true. Is that a? Do you find that that's it a turnoff from some of your clients? It is, and you're a hundred percent right. Especially people who are kind of used to like New York style pizzas, they don't care for it. Or you have people who like the deep dish. Mm-hmm. It can be an issue. I think if people give it a shot, they'll end up liking it. But you're a hundred percent right. I do have clients who. You know, go, oh, well, let's make a reservation for Via Napoli. And they're like, nope, tried it once three years ago, hated it. Same with the pastas. You know, they added a bunch of pastas, but those have not been, you know, very successful, I don't think. At least with my clients, they haven't. But generally, I guess because I go there a lot, I think probably 90% of my clients end up going there. You know, because, I mean, when you try it, and Liza and Tony can tell you this, when, when you do something, you know, your clients will tend to, you know, get that influence from you got you at least the first trip yeah i was just thinking like because it does not look like the pizza you see on television you're so right that pizza has become a lot more popular because in atlanta like all the newer pizzerias like in downtown that's the kind of pizza they have they have the wood-fired thin crust fresh mozzarella you're not necessarily seeing you know a lot of the traditional you know, New York style pizza places here among the newer restaurants. So I, th- I think people are getting used to it. Um, my kids prefer it. So much like the the Magic Kingdom has the most family ride options. You know, Ep- Epcot I think is the best park for food because you you've got so many uh, sit down options when you're when you're going through the World Showcase. 
That is so true. I mean, because like if you have a family that likes Chinese food, you know, we kind of overlook that Chinese restaurant, but it actually has some great food in there. And the same with the Mexican and everything. So you, you make a good point, Tony. It's, I mean, it is all authentic, let's be honest. Pretty close, yeah. It's food from where it's, I mean, it's being made, I'm assuming it's being made by chefs from there. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'd thinking like to think not so. <laughs> the China Pavilion, maybe. Maybe not, not that. No, I don't think so. But that it's still good. It's really good. So, okay, I'm I'm gonna go to Hollywood Studios, and um, you know we often complain about the quick service in that park. So I'm I'm just gonna skip the quick service. But I think, and I know you guys aren't gonna agree with me, but I think Hollywood and Vine is really fun, and the food is really good. Oh. So have you? When was the last time you mm. ate there? Doesn't matter. No, it's, it's good. You know what? The the buffet is always fresh. You know, it's pretty like normal buffet stuff, but it's always fresh. There's a ton of it. There's a lot of variety. I like Hollywood and Vine. Um, you know, the characters tend to be little kid characters, you know, from the Disney Channel and, and that kind of thing. But I still think it's a it's fun. And if you have like a group with a lot of little kids, everyone's going to get something they want to eat and everyone is going to you know, enjoy seeing the little ones with the characters. So go ahead, Adam. I know you're chomping at the bit. Yeah, Hollywood and Vine. Yeah, I, I mean, if you got the young kids that want the character meals, I would throw in for the family, if, talk, especially talking about multi-generational, 50s Primetime Cafe, because Grandma Josie, or whatever her name is, is going to love being in that 1950s kitchen like she used to have back in her days when she grew up, or when she was living in the suburbs of Chicago or uh, Jersey or Something like that. Because that's going to bring her back. When we went, we took my grandma. And she loved it. Cause she was pointing out all the curtains that she had. And all the, the whole little you know, little decorative pieces on the wall. She's like, I had all this stuff. And then the TV. Uh, with the black and white TV shows. You're going to get you know, comfort food, quote unquote. You don't have to worry about walking around to a buffet. You're going to get a little bit of character from the server. That's where I would. That that's, would be mine. But that's just me. Yeah, I, I thought about that one. But then I thought, you know, like a lot of it is kind of, how can I put this? There's not a lot of healthy options on that menu. And I think because of that, not everybody wants that. Whereas if you go to Hollywood and Vine, there's a lot of vegetables, a lot of vegetarian options. You don't necessarily have to have fried chicken or, you know, a really fatty, you know, pork chop or whatever. So, it's comfort food. It's so good. You don't I, like it there. We had a tough I time with you there. Don't yeah. Care for anything on that menu. Nothing seems appetizing to me. I had the fried you like chicken. The pork chop. It was a good like pork chop. Food? I will say that. But we have Reggie Ball's fried chicken here, and I'm sorry, but you just can't have fried chicken anywhere else. Yeah. Well, and I think. I mean, I'll be honest. The fried chicken at Publix is the best fried chicken. Well, I have like, to try that. You really do. It's actually really good fried chicken. And I, it's one of those things where you like make your own fried chicken and then you have Publix and you're like, I'm just going to stop making my own because it's that good. But yeah. um, I, I don't necessarily feel that way about 50s prime time. I, I like the atmosphere. I like how it looks. Um, I like the lounge, but I, I don't know. I don't know that it's something for everyone. It is also really crowded and really busy. So, um, so that's kind of a downside. Uh, what do you think, Tony? I, I like fifties primetime. It's, uh, the comfort food that would, that would be my pick. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I would even choose sci-fi before Hollywood and Vine, Ooh. you know, 
except for the fact that it's too dark and I don't think that you know some people would get why they're sitting in cars um, yeah uh, once again grandma Josie would be like what the hell are we sitting in a car for um, right. but uh, she wouldn't remember the drive-in no they were poor they didn't have a drive-in back then well uh, <laughs> the movies are scary when I took my twins when they were like five or six they were scared and I was like, oh, great. And also the food I had was so terrible. I had like, I had pasta because everything was like fried. And I thought, well, I'll eat the pasta. It was, it was bad. So I think if you're going to eat anything there, you have to eat like really basic, you know, hamburger sandwich sort of, you know, things. All right, I'm going to close this out. I want to thank you guys for joining me and thank everyone for listening. If you want, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and of course, Twitter. And if you're interested in booking a trip, we are sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Just go to the website, MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com, and we'd be happy to set you up with the perfect agent for you. Good night, everyone. Thank Good you. Night. See you Good real night. soon. Don't be afraid of pirates. Pirates.